Good evening and welcome to Slam the Gavel, the show that tells it all regarding family court, other court issues, as well as CPS. I'm your host, Marianne Petrie. Patriots Against CPS Corruption invites you to attend our march for Texas children. DFPS has failed the families of Texas. The Texas Special Committee on DFPS has also failed to hear the parents and their children. Time to make our voices heard and surround yourselves with those on the same mission as you. Join us on the March for Our Children, September 21st, 2022, starting at 1 p.m. at 701 West 51st Street, Austin, Texas, 78751. I have a brand new guest on. I have another anonymous mom on the show to speak to the character of Dr. Stephanie Russell. I welcome you to the show. How are you? And how did you come across Dr. Stephanie? Hi, yeah. Thank you so much for, for having me. Happy to, to be here to talk about Dr. Russell. Um, so Dr. Russell was our kid's pediatrician. We have four kids. Um, I found out about her, you know, when we were moving to the neighborhood when I was pregnant. Um, just asking other parents, like, you know, this is the first time I'm having a child. How do I find the right pediatrician? And, mm-hmm. um, and several people had just told me, you know, kids life is awesome. You know, we really love Dr. Russell and it was really close. And so um, I went and did, had a meet and greet with her and asked her all, you know, the, the questions a new mother would ask and um, just, just really liked her. She seemed really knowledgeable, answered all my questions. She was uh, friendly. And so um we've been there through all, all four of our children. And that, you know, must be a long time span. Are you talking about like around 10 years or eight years or? Yeah, almost 10 years. Yeah. Wow. Almost 10 years. So. so you know her very well. And a, a lot of the mothers and, that I've talked to have said she's like a member of their family. Yes. Yes. You know, I know her, um, you know, strictly through like a professional relationship and we never like you know went out and hung out um outside of that but yeah I mean with four kids I mean we were in there a lot yeah you know (laughs) through like just hospital visits for like more serious things or you know recurring ear infections and RSV and just I mean so many things I mean um there are times we were in there multiple times a week and we always saw Dr. Russell she knew my kids very well she knew um their history without having to look at the charts. Um, she's awesome. That's what I've been hearing. You know, it's, it's uh, a shame, you know, uh, that she's out of the community and she's dearly missed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I listened to the podcast where you had another mother on um, to talk about Dr. Russell recently. And I could just echo so many of the things that she's said. Um, you know, there have been times that Dr. Russell has also met us in the office, like on a Sunday, <laughs> on a Sunday mm-hmm. morning, because, you know, we'd be there on a Friday and she's like, well, you know, this is what your daughter needs or this is what your son needs. And, you know, they're going to need the shot for three days in a row or whatever it would be. And she's like, well, mm-hmm. what, what time is Sunday? You know, I just live right around the corner. I can meet you over here anytime. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're we've, we've gone in on the weekends and she's had her uh, big fluffy dog with her or sometimes mm-hmm. her kids. And, um, I mean, you could just tell that her son was just such a mama's boy, just mm-hmm. loved his mom. And, um, you know, and, and even, you know, strictly like from that professional relationship, like, I think she really like went above and beyond for us, like not just meeting us on Sundays, but, um, 
I mean, there are a few times where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is happening again. And it's a Saturday night. Like, do we need to go find an urgent care or what should we, what should we do? You know? Mm -hmm. And um, there there was once or twice that I just messaged her on Facebook and I'm like, Hey, I'm really sorry to bother you all the weekend, but do you know, do you think this is an emergency? Should I go to the ER or should I wait to see you? And, um, you know, no problem. Like she, she responded to me, you know, I would send her a picture of like a, a tick bite that looked weird and, you know, um, it was no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's been there for people. I'm hearing this from other moms on weekends. She'll go that extra mile for everybody. Yes. I, I think so. She's just very, um, very sweet. She listens well. Like, I feel like she treats her patients as if they're her own kids. You know, she, she tells you what she would do if, if this was her child and in her decision. And, um, you know, I know my, my kids, um, my, my little one is terrified of going to the doctor's office because she's mm-hmm. been in, in the hospital several times and had the, the oxygen on her, you know, for different events. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, it's tears every time, but we still like drive by like kids life um, almost every day. And um, they ask about her like, well, when are we going to go back to that doctor's office? Oh. Like, well, it's, it's not open right now, guys. And, you know, they're both like, oh, and it's just like, oh, is there, you know, what kid wants to go to the doctor? <laughs> like, yeah, right. they really miss her. Um, she's mm-hmm. so sweet. And, um, you know, another thing, too, like she we, we have, you know, had to go to another pediatrician since um, their office has been closed and, um you know, sometimes with your child, like they'll give you a prescription and then you see it like not really improving. I'm like, okay, this, you know, should, should be getting a little bit better by now. And, you know, I never hesitated to go back to Dr. Russell and be like, Hey, you know, something still isn't right. I know we were just here two days ago, but Mm -hmm. no, and she never made me feel dumb Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, going finding a new pediatrician you know we ended up at a place that has multiple doctors and in one office and Mm -hmm. um, you know the the actual doctor we're seeing seems nice enough but the office is just like you were just here I'm like Mm -hmm. well this is my child and something's still not right like I know something's not right I I wish Dr. Russell were here because she would understand and know what to do so right and for mothers especially when you're a new mother you know (laughs) it's it's like, you, you know, your child, but you don't know sometimes, you know, what do I do? I'm just going to call the doctor and yeah. for her to not make you feel stupid or look down on you. Like, why are you bothering me with this? She never had that attitude with you. Right. And I mean, every, every child's different, you know, like one prescription might not work for, for one child, you know, but if it's like for an ear infection, for example, you know, like usually if my daughter has an ear infection, after 24 hours of antibiotics, she starts sleeping better. But mm-hmm. if it's been like two more days and she's still up screaming all night, like, like, okay, this antibiotic's not working because normally, you know, um, and you're, I don't know, she just didn't treat people like they were just a number. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then also, you know, since the office has been closed, um, my daughter did catch another virus at daycare and we ended up in the ER for a couple of days again. And, um, they're checking us in and they're like, so, you know, we see kids life as your pediatrician. Who are you seeing right now? And I'm like, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't know. We're still trying to find a good one. And several of the ER nurses, you know, commented, oh yeah, we're, we're in the same boat. You know, we all took our kids to, to kids life too. And, and she was just the best. Like 
nobody is as thorough as she is. Like, I don't know how we're going to replace her. We haven't found a, a place either. And mm-hmm. so, you know, that just, I think that speaks a lot to all, all the nurses in the ER <laughs> that are very familiar with all of this medical stuff. They're all like, well, yeah, she, she was the best in town. So, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's just kind of throwing their hands up. Like, where, where do we go? So it's very hard to find a good physician that, as I've said before, treats holistically, you know, the child, the parents, it's just, it's just very hard because, you know, with the way these insurances are, they, they just run you through, you know? Yes. Hmm. Yes. I think so too. And, you know, um, over, over the whole covid like few months like um last year like um december january february when it was really bad and hard um, to find tests and everything um just you know again like she never failed to go above and beyond Uh, my husband and i were at a very very small wedding out of town and we found out the day after the wedding that the bridesmaid standing next to me had covid and we came home. So I'm wearing like an N95 mask in my house for like, you know, 10 to whatever days with my kids. And I was having symptoms, but I couldn't find a test anywhere. I'm like, I think I have it, but I don't know. And okay, now my kid has a runny nose. And um, so I called Dr. Russell. I'm like, I know I'm an adult, but is there any chance I can come in and take a COVID test? Because I, I don't want to expose my kids and I'm taking all the precautions I can, but I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and so she's like, yeah, sure. Come on in. No problem. And my husband and I both went in and, um, and we're, you know, she, she really helped us out there when we were panicked because we um, were super, super careful, you know, with COVID and didn't see anybody for months. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she took care of us again. Mm-hmm. And she was always there for the community. And a lot of parents are out of a very, very good pediatrician. Yes, yes. Um, she's just such such a special person. And she used to throw these like really big Halloween parties. And she's just, I don't know, you know, she's not just there to, to be in the office from nine to five and, and get her paycheck. Like mm-hmm. she's just, she's involved. Um, and she's just, you know, so, so special. Well, you know, it's, I wish I could have met her because I love Halloween and I've heard about these lavish Halloween parties she'd have in her office for everyone. Yes. yes. You know, even costumes made specifically every year for these things. And who does that? You know, I mean, just an awesome person. Oh, for sure. She, she definitely um, went all out. And I feel like, you know, she never did anything halfway, like, mm-hmm. you know, even like the Halloween parties and just going in for a checkup, you know, like she would check all the boxes and she, she, you know, does everything well, she, you know, mm-hmm. either go big or go home and that, that was her. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So, just, oh, go ahead. Oh, I know, you know, just like this whole situation just is heartbreaking for me because you, you see certain things in the news and you know this person and you know this is not her character. And, mm-hmm. you know, I really hope that she has the opportunity to 
to share her side of the story. Um, mm-hmm. I think she she deserves that. And, you know, being in the office <laughs> as often as we were, you know, she never like shared with me like the details of like her personal life or, you know, things going on, you know, with her husband. I, I knew that she was going through a divorce, but, you know, there was somebody that was always, she was always so chipper and pleasant and in a good mood, but, you know, there are a few days you could just tell she was just kind of, kind of tired. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Hey, are you okay? You know, what's been, she's like, Oh, you know, I had to be in court again all day yesterday. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it seems like she was just kind of really being dragged around. And, um, mm-hmm. I just I had so much empathy for her in that situation. Just because I mean, I know she loves her kids. I know she's a great mom and, and thinks everything through and does the right things for her kids. And I mean, I've seen them and how much they love her. And so mm-hmm. the situation has just been on my heart um, for, for so long since, since it's happened. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, a lot of moms saying the same thing that, you know, this is weighing heavily on, on everyone and we're all praying for her. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm trying to, you know, keep, keep up with what's going on, see if I can, you know, be there in the court to, to support, um, you know, I don't know, you know, any of the specifics of, of what, what's going on, but I know her character and I know her heart and, um, I want to be there for her. She was always there for us. Right. Uh, You know, and, you know, when someone's alone like that, they need support, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've sent her, you know, a couple cards just to like let her know that that we're thinking of her. You know, I really don't know um, what else I can do except, you know, speaking out like on this podcast and, and letting people know, hey, don't don't just believe everything you read, like give mm-hmm. her a chance to, um, to share her side of the story. Like we're only hearing one side and we're hearing a lot of accusations, but she has not had the chance to, to stand up for herself. And mm-hmm. um, she most definitely deserves that. I agree. I mean, I agree. I'm it's in this world, you know, we got to teach our kids not to believe everything they hear and only half of what they see, you know, mm-hmm. and they can't just hear something and just jump on the bandwagon with whatever someone is saying in the news about someone. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, there's there's so many things out there that are that are slanted or half truths, or, you know, <laughs> you can find like one example and turn it into something huge when, when there's just no truth to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I really hope to see more people speaking up for her and talking about their experiences, because I know there's so many people out there that, that feel the same way that I do and have multiple examples of times where, you know, she's, gone above and beyond the job description for them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, a, you know, there's no doctor out there like her that, you know, I've said before, she's one in 7 million. You know, I mean, I had a great pediatrician, I won't mention his name, but I mean, he was fabulous. And, um, you know, if I had to call him after hours, you know, hopefully he was on call, <laughs> you know, you have to hope for that. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, but he, he didn't throw lavish Halloween parties. So 
No. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no. you know, it's just um, very, very sad. And I, you know, want her voice to be heard. Yeah, I, I do too. And, you know, I just, I feel so bad for her kids too. Um, the things, you know, they're, they're probably hearing that may not be true or, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, and who they're, who they're around right now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I know that those, those kids would be very well taken care of with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my heart's just, just breaks for, for them. And I know, I'm sure they're just missing her like crazy. And mm-hmm. I, I know that she like provides a stable home for them. Um, so yeah, the, the whole situation just is really sad all around. I, I also think she set a very good work ethic for them, you know, cause you said you brought your kids in on a weekend and she had her kids there with the fluffy dog and, you know, they could see mom working with people and caring for people. And that's how they learn to care for people and have empathy for people. Yes. Yeah, that, that's a very good point. Yeah, I, th- I think so, too. I think you know, so and, too. and I always go back to Princess Diana. There was a lot to be said when she took her sons in to see patients with AIDS. Yes. You have to teach our young people empathy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she, um, she definitely, you know, had empathy for others and yeah, I, I would say she was a great role mother to her children. Like I've never seen a single example of um, when, when she wasn't. Um, I've never seen her, you know, act out of character in the office, like d- despite mm-hmm. all the stress or, you mm-hmm. know, just even like little things like, uh, you know, I re- may- maybe sometimes I shouldn't have taken him to the doctor. So right. <laughs> <laughs> but she was never like, inpatient she you know she understood like yeah this mm-hmm. this child like I understand being concerned um mm-hmm. and she never like brushed us off or tried to like get through the appointment quicker or anything um she was just and then she right. would ask you know how, how things are you know it wasn't just like okay hey what's your problem you know how's school going so you know it looks like you guys have you know just recently gone back you know to daycare after being home for a year of COVID how's the transition going for her is she making friends is she um you know doing any extra like activities yeah that's perfect I mean that's holistic that's you know other than coming in with an an earache how how is everything else going too yes seeing what seeing what the child's stress level is and the parent's stress level is you know it's caring for people and Absolutely. I don't think there's, there's just not enough of that in this world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And just e- even the parents too, you know, like in, in my family, like my husband and I both work full time. And so there, there've been times like I've like needed a note to go back to work because like my, my, my boss isn't going to believe me because we've actually <laughs> been up as like three times this week, but we've just had <laughs> All this stuff going on and you know she she would always you know be happy to do that or like accommodate sometimes you know like meeting early you know for a work if something's going on at work and we just need to get a vaccination or something mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. she was very um accommodating and oh yeah I just live around the corner so it's no big Aww. deal so 
Well, you know, they say the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. So you, you, you know, she was there for you and you're there for your kids. She was there for your kids. And uh, being a physician and even a nurse, it's like you might as well almost um, be a nun for lack of a better description because you're, you're there on call all the time. You know, I, I remember I was supposed to work um, I think it was a three to 11 shift, but I got called at eight o'clock in the morning saying, get here now. Oh. <laughs> and yeah. um, fortunately, you know, um, my kids were not with me at the time. I could just go into work because there was some tragedy that had taken place, but I was there from eight to midnight, eight o'clock in the morning to midnight. Oh I my mean, gosh. So, you know, people, people don't realize people in these medical professions are, are married to their jobs as well. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, I, I know there was a lot of weekends that she was in the office, but, you know, I know that, you know, there were also some days that, you know, she would schedule time and carve out like just for her kids too. Mm-hmm. And you knew like Wednesday afternoons or which, whichever day of the week it was, you know, the nurse practitioner would be there and, and she would make sure that, you know, her, her family was prioritized as well too. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think she really had figured out like the right balance on how to best care for her kids and how yes. to care for everybody else. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, even, and, and the people that she hired too, a lot, they were just, the nurse practitioners were just as sweet as, as she is, you know, she hired like really, really great people. And, you know, in times that, um, you know, I had, I had taken my daughter and she was in, in the hospital with RSV for a week. Um, the, her nurse practitioner was, was texting me. Like, mm-hmm. how are things going? You know, we're keeping track of her chart from here. You know, we're, we're tied into Norton so we can see what's going on. And um, mm-hmm. just, you know, how's she doing today? And that's just, you know, most doctors don't do that. <laughs> they Mm-mm. Before, Mm-mm. like after you're discharged and um, here you go, you know, but there's like, is there anything that we can do? You know, how's, how's she feeling today? And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, it's just really special, mm-hmm. really special person. And, to such a big heart mm-hmm. yeah and I just you know like I said she's one in seven million and I mean I hope you can find a a good pediatrician that you like at some point yeah <laughs> you know? I mean, we, we found someone that I, that I think is is good but um you know it's just you can't you can't compare to Dr. Russell no. <laughs> you, know, you you really can't um I don't, I don't know. It was kind of like, um, for, for my doctor that I, my physician that I see now, um, he has one of those like concierge practices. Mm-hmm. So you have to like pay to like be a member of his practice. But with that, mm-hmm. um, you can text him at any hour, you know? And so I've had to turn to him at times for my kids because like, okay, this happened on Saturday night or, you know, like, look at this mm-hmm. like reaction from this wasp sting like this uh-huh. looks really bad should you know is this er worthy or what should we you know um and, and dr russell's not not there right now so a lot of that has uh fallen on my pediatrician because mm-hmm. you don't want to just go to the er for everything but you don't right. want to want to miss something that that could be big when it's something unusual for your child so mm-hmm. uh, this is true this is true well, at least, you know, that person's helping you. Yeah. Not the same, it's, it's though. The team. 
oh, it's, um, you know, we have to go to this pediatrician for certain things, but we know unless you're in the office, you're not going to get a response from them. They're not going to call you back. Then I have to take right. some time for somebody else and, um, you know. Or have to go to an urgent care. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Or, you know, even if you go into like a, a lot, so many of like the pediatricians in this area, I think are just getting so many new patients because there were so many people that went to Dr. Russell and, you know, they're needing to be seen for, for things um, while her mm-hmm. office is closed. And um, I think some, some of the, the pediatricians are accepting new patients, but they're also getting overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And so oh yes, you're getting all these, you know, like I thought we were actually seeing the pediatrician. And I was like, well, he's busy today. So you're going to get this physician's assistant instead. And it's like, you know, this is like four or five different people we've seen already. Like, it's like, I have to start at the beginning and like talk about all of like the health issues, like every Mm -hmm. single time. And then this person thinks something differently than the other pediatrician, then, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's just, you know, I think it's a good practice, but it's just so big. It's, um, Mm -hmm definitely not the same relationship. Right. I think these, these practices are just overwhelmed. There's, they're taking on too many patients. You know, I, I don't know if the insurance company is telling them they have to have a quota. I, I don't know how that works, but I just think they're all overwhelmed and overworked and there's, they're, they're taking care of way too many people. Absolutely. I don't know, but you know, it, well, I don't want to tie up your whole morning, but is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I don't, I don't think so. I just um, really just thank the world of Dr. Russell and, you know, I want to be here um, through, through the trial to, to do what I can to support her and speak for her character. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I just really hope that she can be reunited um, with her kids soon mm-hmm. and, that she has a chance to um, to tell her side of the story. I don't like how the media is portraying her, and um, she she deserves a chance to defend herself. Well said, well said. Thank you for coming on to the show, and uh, don't jump off. Slam the gavels a podcast to help the public understand what really goes on in these family courtrooms. I'm your host, Marianne Petrie, author of Dismantling Family Court Corruption, Why Taking the Kids Was Not Enough, and Cry Out for Justice, Poems of Truth. Please join us again here with other exciting episodes. Thank you again, Mom. Thank you.